Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. How personalized can a financial plan be when it's created by one of those robo-advisors? Plugging in standard algorithm to calculate insurance need and future wealth of random human client. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting to know you always comes first. Together, we'll create a financial plan based on your specific goals. Find a local Farm Bureau advisor at fbfs.com slash protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock! It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? England. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, T. uh, Right Runner, very kindly, uh, didn't have time today, and he didn't know that, and he just stepped up to the plate as he does because he's a fucking G. Yeah. Yeah. He has. But the first thing he's put in there is England with two goals, 10 goals scored. Did any of us watch it? And we're sitting around there before recording. And we can't remember we played in the first game, yeah. the first of the two games. There was goals. Yeah, there was, there was goals. goals. Um, no, uh, Czech Republic. Was Czech Republic, yeah. Okay. Yeah, five nil, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Second I, one. I watched. I watched all of the Macedonia game because um, Montenegro. Yeah. <laughs> when do we play Macedonia? Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Montenegro. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, who cares? Um. Uh, mainly because my missus had put a bet on it, and I was just curious. Okay. She fucking won both the bets. Did she? Oh, yeah. Changed the score. Um, more than four goals. Great. Solid bet. Lovely. She's like, she doesn't like, she does like, she's watched a bit of football. She's picked up a lot of knowledge over the uh, our time together. To yeah. be fair. Um, but her betting is insane. Like she must, she must be about two hundred quid up this year. Oh, what? I need to. Wow. And she only puts on small bets. Nice. So it's no, it's, there's no, there's no real jeopardy. Here. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's when she starts putting like hundred quid. Yeah. You know, during <laughs> during the World Cup this year, um, I got stuck. I got basically, I drove to Russia, got back, I drove back, got uh, a tire blew up in Germany, and I got stuck in this hotel for three days, waiting for a new tire to turn up, and uh, just sat in the hotel bar for three days, just drinking, fucked every day, and then so we so we were all so pissed by the it was Japan versus Croatia, yeah, and I was like. Of course, Croatia are going to win this easy. I stuck a hundred quid on it oh. to, for, for Croatia to win any time. It went to penalties. Oh, oh. Not only that, it was four all. <laughs> <laughs> and, and luckily, uh, they the Japan missed, and and uh, I think Modric scored the final penalty. I can't tell you how happy I was. Like, <laughs> I mean, it mattered. The, um, the game yeah. that would have meant nothing to me became the, the life and death. Yeah. So I can, from that perspective, I can understand the betting. Yeah. Sponsored yeah. by Fansit, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, join Fansit if you fancy a flutter of football. It's a good time to do it. Uh, then um, yeah, sign up for a Fansit account and select Fighting Cock in the drop down because it recognises that we've sent you there, basically. Um, yeah, and yeah, so I can understand the attraction because it makes something that's meaningless mean something, but it wasn't a nice feeling. Mm. Nah. I once won seven grand off a quid. What? Yeah, an accumulator. Last game of the season. When? How old were you? A couple of seasons ago. What did you do with it? Uh, spent most of it on a trip to New York. Not bad. Yeah, it was really nice. How, like, it was, it, you it, me through it. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Seven grand on a pound. Like, so, you, you don't see. You only see those like flashed up when Lad Bible tweet about it. So quick, yeah. quickly to, para- to paraphrase, I normally on a Saturday I'll like take say a tenner, 
and I'll put like a couple of quid on the one I think is the most realistic and then I'll change a couple of results mm. and then I'll go for like the most extreme. So this one was basically is when we lost to Newcastle on the last uh, game of the season. Oh, yeah. And I just thought, well, I'll just go against us. I'll go, I'll say City to lose. I'll say United to like do all this stuff. And um, yeah, it came in and it was um, Maram Biram Juif scored like last 10 minutes <laughs> to get the goal for, for Stoke it was and honestly I was sweating and like nearly being sick yeah. like threatening to cash out for like 500 quid <laughs> amazing yeah so. uh, thank you to everybody who signed up to become a patron of the fighting cup we've got over 300 now we're on about 340 which is incredible Inches. incredible scenes amazing uh, part of that patron paywall that exists behind it is our new podcast called No Holds Barred we're, we're four episodes in and very proud of it. Yes. Yeah. I think it's really good. Solid. Um, and we did a great one with Engineer Al. So if you're, you're a fighting cook OG, uh, you'll, you'll know who Engineer Al is. He still adds, edits the pod now, but uh, yeah, he, he gave his wisdom. And uh, I, I, will, I will say that I, that I listened to that pod and yeah. it was fantastic. I was, I was listening to it at work yeah. and I had my headphones in and everyone can hear me just crying with laughter <laughs> and they're asking me, what what are you laughing at? And, and it was like the, fir- the, the first bit of uh, road rage, your traffic and, and, and Alex from Bristol saying that his most cutting words, you're ugly, yeah, you're, mouthing the words, you're, you're ugly. ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to get access to that and uh, um, support what we do uh, then please consider going to patreon.com forward slash the fighting cock and it's p-a-t-r-e-o-n uh, yeah England two goals Kane scored lovely um, not really bothered uh, but, but how are you feeling about England can we win the Euros next year uh, yeah I think so do you know what the most it, exo- would, be, it would be great it would yeah. be so good I got caught yeah. up during the World Cup oh yeah I think everyone did didn't they like even if you were like going into those tournaments kind of a little bit sceptical we've all been let down by England in the past I think when you get to a point when actually you've got quite a young side everyone's playing well like Kane's captain side like it's hard not to get swept up with enjoying it a little bit mm. and I kind of feel that at the moment with this team it's like they're a young team they're all quite likeable Southgate's really likeable young um, players coming through as well like hudson Adoy and um and Sancho played in, mm, in those yeah. three games. And Sancho bigging up Kane, didn't he? Was he? Yeah, he's saying that we, um, we've got a little telepathy and training. I love playing with him. He's like taking me under his wing. So maybe a little cup prize still in the summer. Oh, yeah. hello. Welcome. Welcome. We're going to play cup for We'll do it every week for yeah. him. Come, come, come down, down, Sancho. Really get on the team, probably. I always like, with uh, these tournaments, I, I don't get um, caught up in the qualifying and stuff like yeah. that. But when yeah. it gets round to summer, it's hot. Fair weather. But yeah, <laughs> beer, beer gardens all, yeah, all yeah. day, boozing, smoking, yeah. and just like you just off your head throughout the day, it's, it's quality. It is good, and then you're just kind of waiting for the next game. <laughs> come for <laughs> How is that bit? <laughs> Gassy. <laughs> uh, waiting to come round, it is, it's a great feeling, especially when everyone, we played so, well, I didn't play that well during the World Cup, but we're getting results. Yeah. Um, We've got a question from Phil Figo on uh, Twitter. He says, Our boys travelled 50% further than anyone else in the top six over the international break. Are we mugs for not making up bullshit injuries like the other top sides? Um, uh, I, we, I feel like... Is that a real thing? I don't know. I know in um, friendlies... I mean, like, like reading, like 50%. That, Where's that uh, come from? Our boys travelled 50% further. That is... Uh, that's... Uh, Mad start, really. What, what is that percentage? Like, where's that from? Like, it sounds know. like you made it up. I don't know. <laughs> well, let, let's uh, let, let's talk about it. <laughs> well, let's so, talk about a made up stat. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I mean, like, it, when, uh, when I saw that, it kind of feels like a bit... So, uh, I, I, I agree in the fact that maybe if some of our lads um, played up to, like, uh, you know, uh, tweaking their hamstring or whatever, that, that would be decent. Mm. But, um, you know, it, it feels a bit uh, Liverpool-like. You know, mm. oh, we've been sent around the globe and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know what? Everyone's, everyone's got to go somewhere. And well, everyone's going to get mean, hacked, we, we, and everyone's going to get like. Uh, it's in Europe. Yeah. Tired and, and, and. It's not like it's not like they've gone to Thailand and back, is it? Nah. It's like a four-hour flight. <laughs> 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 yeah. well, what about the other, like the other lads? Like if if um, I don't know, uh, Oria is playing for Ivory Coast. Like, like where? Oh is yeah, that's a good and, point. I'm just like, thinking about England team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like Son. And, yeah, Son's um, gone to. Where did he go? Oh, he fuck knows where he went. Well, at Columbia played South Korea, so it's either one of them two, I imagine. <laughs> and do you, reckon, <laughs> quite do, you reckon, far. do you reckon Sanchez had to go to Colombia to get the plane all the way across the other... Because that's probably what he'd have yeah. to do. Oh, my God, yeah, yeah. yeah. Surely not. Um, yeah, look, I mean, we haven't played a game since, like, the 11th of March, so it's, I think it's actually a positive thing that they got some game time. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so as well. Mm. Uh, that, that, that's, that, that's the plus side. So we've come from... Um, n- not having very good results, maybe um, our confidence is a bit knocked, and then uh, knowing that, that uh, people are catching us up and stuff like that. Mm. Um, so it's good that you go into a team, different people, different environment, uh, winning uh, comfortably in both games um, for England anyway. Yeah. But um, so I think it can only be a good thing, really, unless they, they've uh, they've come away of injuries. Yeah, I haven't heard anything. No, let's be. I think Dyer um, yeah, was, was precautionary, Dyer. but I mean, let's be honest, he's been sort of out, hasn't he, for quite a while? And he didn't play. Yeah. So. Um, Adeli and Kane both came through fine, as far as we're aware, and also Kane like getting a couple of goals. It's never a bad thing for a striker just to keep up the form. And, and like you say, it's not like um, and he needs to be like match fit as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's not like it's kind of that intense. Like the you know the, the game's given us enough of a gap now until Sunday for them to actually have a little bit of rest as well, and mm. hopefully the momentum and playing time is going to work in our favour. Rickicks on Twitter, he says, uh, "Do you think Declan Rice has a Harry Kane poster in his in in his bedroom?" So this is in response to the tweet that West are really weird. It's I don't know if they were taking, trying to take the piss out of us. Uh, yeah, it because, was well odd, wasn't it? It was Because it was like a picture of Declan Rice of Harry Kane when he was a kid, or yeah. like four years ago, whatever it is. And then, and then one went, after they'd played together. Yeah. But obviously, being the rivals that we are with West Ham, it looked like, from our perspective, that it looked like... I mean, the only one that they can kind of... It, it didn't. They weren't digging out Harry Kane. Mm. So it was so, a tweet of a young a young Harry Kane and baby Rice, basically, yeah, yeah. and then a picture of them two together playing for the national team. And it was uh, the the, the uh, West Ham official. Yeah, West Ham official had tweeted, "Dreams do come true", true or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So is it like because there's like, like Declan, Declan Rice is a competition winner? Like yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how I interpret it. Yeah. yeah. I think they were trying to do reverse banter as to say for Harry Kane. Dreams do come true for you. And I think they're expecting a lot from their particular fan base if they're in that subtle of a dig. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're not, they're not the brightest bunch. No. No. Well, it's a bit weird as well because the, the main tweet from the same account, the West Ham official account, was Declan Rice talking about, oh, the last time I went to Wembley is when we beat Spurs. And then they followed it up with, dreams do come true. What? Really <laughs> weird. What did you think of Declan Rice's comments there? Because what he's talking about after the England game, they were interviewing him, and he and it, it just met. He goes when they came out of Wembley. He goes, I just remember going like coming out and beating, beating Spurs. Yeah. So, 
like as a dig at us. Yeah. Um, what, what, where are you at with that? I'm all right with that. Yeah, I like it. Like, yeah, yeah, he yeah, plays good. for West Ham. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, there's two things. One, it's good because it's like we're on his mind, and I quite like that. That he's like he's obsessing over the fact that it's us. Yeah. But also, like he plays for West Ham. That's what I'd expect him to say. And I think that, that footballers sometimes they are pretty bland with their banter, and I, I quite like the fact that he's just like just been open and said it. <laughs> I, I have no, I have no, I have no problems with uh, rival fans. Uh, uh, so uh, rival players having little slight digs yeah. and stuff like that because they know that uh, how important how important rivalry is and stuff like that. But I, I'd like to, I, I would like to see a, a couple more of our digs come out and stuff like oh, that. Hmm. Um, so it's like everyone has a, has a pop at Tottenham, but oh. like uh, I'd like to see uh, us there a bit more. And but so what? What I, what I love as well when uh, Delhi scored at Stamford Bridge yeah. and he's doing like putting his hands to his yeah, ears yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, that yeah, is no. like Peak. put it in my veins yeah. now. Yeah, it's the, now. It's also yeah. like the band of art. Yeah, and the dire shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff's fucking beautiful. Great. Um, Let's see how much of a fucking West Ham fan you are when Spurs come in and bid for you. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's not going to be at West Ham for his entire career. No. So, like, why give it the bigger now just to curry favour of the fans? That's what I think. Like, I get it. If you're, if you're like, proper West Ham, you're going to stay there regardless of how good you become for the rest of your life. Yeah. Then, yeah, give it all, all you want. Yeah. You know when Tottenham come calling... There's no chance. Given you fucking, you've thrown an entire nation under the yeah. bus yeah. by going to play for England, that you're not going to fucking throw West Ham under the bus. No chance. Yeah. Fuck it. He is a ambitious man, yeah. and ambition gets in the way of loyalty every oh, time. Shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a little pig. But yeah, come <laughs> what, do, do, do you rate it to me? And I, I, I'm, I'm not sold on him. I think his vision's good, but I think Dyer showed vision when he first mm. came into the team. I think he reads the game well for a young player, but he's not that like, incredible. We just we're just obsessed with the next big thing mm. in in like British culture in general. It's, we're always like on to the next one, and we we like to as soon as someone does well, we're just like let's try and drag them down. And there'll yeah. be someone, you know, in all walks of life is like less essentially, but they're like less of an uh, unknown quantity. So people kind of like to promote them. And I think the rice is like that with Dyer. I quite like that about our culture. <laughs> yeah. It's like he's oh, he's getting pretty good. Get him. <laughs> let's get him unless it's like Sterling and it comes a bit like evil yeah. it's about the racism and that but like, I quite like the fact that no one's allowed to get too good yeah unless Harry Kane he's kind of been allowed to just fly in yeah or Anton Deck do what you like like just get pissed up and drive like that's fine yeah. you're national heroes do what you want yeah Would you, like, sorry just talking about uh, the the racism bit mm. there mm. Like, uh, Sterling uh, well, I think it was Rose that were, that was actually mm. on, the, on the back end of the racism from Montenegro fans. They both got it. Like that, I mean, I like I still can't. Like n- nothing's going to happen to Mon- Montenegro. No, They'll be fined like five pounds or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but it's it's like crazy that like the whole like waves <coughs> of their fans. Yeah, but they're not. Their their society is completely different. Like you're, yeah, you're, I know, but still, I'm not saying like, I'm not justifying it. For you me. are. I'm, you not, are. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying that their social values are skewed towards you know their their what's in, around them. And the fact is, in that country, it seems based on the behaviour of the fans that racism is completely tolerable, and it, that that probably comes from top to bottom, school mm. system, government. So you know. In order to deal with that in football, you start throwing them out. Yeah, out yeah. Of this, this is where I'm at with it because 
I'm kind of on the mindset of that you shouldn't treat any culture or nation and hold them to a lesser standard than your own. Yeah. Because essentially that is a form of bigotry in itself. And like for me, they should be held to the same standard as the rest of the world, which is that this is completely unacceptable. Yeah. And FIFA and UEFA just don't do enough. Yeah. Like fines and stadium bans, it should just be, right, your entire nation is banned. And in that way, it's just a case of they're looking at it thinking, well, we can't have this. Like, yeah, we, can't we need to stop this. because yeah. the punishments are so, so severe. And that's the thing. And at the minute, it's just a case of like, it's a slap on the wrist. And, and the problem is, is that if we then do what I sort of called for in the past, which is like, let's pull out of tournaments, unfortunately, then you've just got apathy from FIFA and UEFA again going, okay, yeah, fine. And it just carry on. And huge sanctions. Yeah. Like they would go after England much more severely than the racists. Yeah, and our players essentially are punished for being the victim. Didn't, like, uh, FIFA find, or UEFA uh, find, um, what's his name, Bentner, more money for wearing Paddy Power (laughs) boxer shorts than than an entire nation got funded for racism. They find find him £80,000 for unlicensed advertising. And what will Macedonia get? 40,000? If that. Like that. It shows you, doesn't it, where they're priorities Montenegro, you dickhead. What is it? <laughs> you said Macedonia. Literally, literally couldn't give a fuck about these <laughs> tiny little tin pot countries. Don't care about them. They're out as well, let's be honest. What? Macedonia, probably. Yeah, don't yeah. <laughs> yeah, stink of a racist yeah. nation, doesn't they? And also, I was, I, was, I was at the game where Macedonia probably uh, beat, beat England. That Shakiri, whatever his name is, scored against England. Shakiri. Old Trafford. Shakira or Shakiri? What? Niche game, but yeah. So fuck them. Yeah, racist. Racist pigs. Racist pigs. Liverpool, innit? <sighs> Naughty. Let's <sighs> just go around the table. How you, what's the gut feeling going into the game? Like honest or... Yeah, honest. Yeah. Honest, right? We haven't beaten Liverpool at Anfield since... Uh, Can you open that way you speak? Mate, this is going to be ridiculous. <laughs> is that in a bottle? <laughs> Give it go oh, on. Oh, oh, no. Oh, oh, see, see, see what's happened. Shit. Shit. It's fine. Happy to see you. So, in, uh, we, haven't, we haven't won up at Anfield since 2011. Really? I thought it was, I thought it was the FA Cup game when Klingsman and Sheridan scored. No, no, no. 2011. It was uh, Van der Vaart and Modric, and I think it was late May. <laughs> no. uh, 2011, late May. Just by saying it long and slow, yeah, yeah, don't yeah, think it anymore. Yeah. No, it's, it's so everyone I'm knows being I'm convinced getting, by it, yeah. if I'm being honest. And uh, Van der Vaart scored early doors, mm. and Modric scored a penalty. <laughs> yeah, it was 2 0. Uh, and uh, so that was 2011. <laughs> and I don't know why, but when we got up to Anfield, we just shit, shit ourselves. It. And last season uh, was, was absolutely fantastic, mm. um, where we got, you know, the, the penalty miss and then, the, and then scored. Yeah. Um, that, that was amazing. And with, uh, I think Liverpool have had a few draws up at Anfield this season. Yeah, um, they haven't been convincing over the last no, month or so. Yeah. And they haven't been convincing. Mane has been playing out of skin and, yeah. and dragging him through. Um, so I'm thinking, you know, if, if we kind of like nullify him, then hopefully it, it will um, kind of uh, reduce their creativity. But again like at Anfield it's 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 a tough place to go anyway but with them going for the title as well um and they are going to be like gung ho in every single game at Anfield it's going to be tough it's going to be tough and i would welcome i i'd take a draw right now take it yeah definitely. take it yeah. where you at? 
I'm kind of yeah. With Rick, obviously, our record there is is diabolical, and some of the games up there, performances particularly, we've been we've been fairly shit. Let's be honest. Um, but I do think that there is this added pressure for them, which is that this is a situation now where they're getting to the territory where it's that kind of last final leg, like the Gerard slip scenario, mm. is is every home game they've got now against the big side. That's always going to be in the back of their mind, certainly for the fans anyway. And I feel like we have an opportunity to do what teams have done to us in the past and just, just fuck their shit up. Get up in their grill, make it nasty, make it just a little bit kind of edgy and just try and uh, get into a situation where we ruin their title bid. And I think that they're going to be under, as much as they're going to be up for it, and of course they are, yeah. they're also going to be nervous because we are one of the sides that could potentially beat them and they know that. So I feel like we've got to go into it with the edge of like, let's just ruin their title hopes. Like, let's go in with that mindset. Yeah, I, I don't have anything to add. I think you've, got, you've, you've summed it up brilliantly. I think, yeah, I think we go there. I think the the, the fact that there's a, there's not a great deal of expectation mm. from our fans. You know, like as you said, Rick, we don't go up there and we don't win. We go we go up there and we don't win. So no one's expecting us to go up there and win. So the kind of pressure's off somewhat, although we do have the kind of spectre of Arsenal behind us. Mm. We do. Um, uh, and what kind of like a... Always frustrates me is when you put in a performance like you do at Dortmund, mm. and like Dortmund, I don't know, eighty thousand, whatever, mm. how, how much it is, yeah. and they they had to beat us, like they had to score, they mm. had to beat us, um, and they threw everything at us, and mm. we done everything to dig to sit in those <laughs> dig out those trenches mm. and hold it, and then one fucking chance, and Harry Kane, bang, Bosh. and um, like. That was so uh, good. That, it, it was, oh, mate! It, yeah. it, it, oh, it was so good. <laughs> it was so good. Because, um, like, you, as first fans, you don't, you don't get. Often, yeah, you don't no, get it. Like, no. Don't like. No one can tell me they were going into that game, like, not at least like fifty percent of them thinking they're definitely going to get an early goal. They're definitely going to get another one, and it's going to be a really nervous finish. Yeah. Mm. yeah no, no one exactly. thought that we would ride the storm and then break away and fucking. Score the way we did. And when that ball hit that net... It was the best. It was so good. It was so good. And the thing is, like, we'll, we'll probably have the same, a similar game plan to, to what we did at Dortmund. And be like, right, it's uh, going to be the same, like for like, uh, very noisy stadium. They want it. They've got to take it from us, really. And we can ride the storm and keep them at bay. And then when we get our chances, you know, we, we've, just, we've just got to, we've got to bury that. Um, and so with that performance and that thinking and the way that our players have been playing for international duty and coming back from injury and hopefully a full strength team, you know, it gives me hope. It does give me hope, but then there's also that thing in the back of my mind of like, how many times have you been up to Anfield <laughs> and fucked yeah. But uh, I remember as a kid, um, I can't remember how old, how old I was now. It must have been between 14 or 16. And I went up to Anfield with my mate. And it is the season Steve McManaman left right. for Real Madrid. Yeah. And Spurs were 2-0 up. And uh, by half-time, I think Armstrong scored. <laughs> and we were singing to McManaman, there's only one greedy bastard. Uh, and they came back and won 3-2 and he scored. <laughs> and, they, and they were singing around the whole stadium. And I was like, this is fucking rank. <laughs> and uh, just looking at my mate. And because uh, we were young, as well, I think we we, did, we didn't have a packed lunch, but we, we had like we had we, we had like sandwiches and an apple in my in my, in my coat. And he goes, he goes, give me your apple. 
I was like, why? I was like, you're going to start eating now. And he grabbed the apple off me and he threw it into the crowd. <laughs> to the Liverpool fans. And to this day, like, there are some Liverpool fans celebrating and an apple just wallop. <laughs> but just, but just Granny like, Smith to the Charge nose. over his head. Granny Smith straight in the eye. Golden delicious. <laughs> 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 G- give me. Give me that apple. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you have that lunch? I don't know. I, like, I was like 14 or something. Like, well, you and your mate did not go to Anfield on your own when you were 14. <laughs> we did. We did, right? <laughs> When you're 14, you did. Yeah, you must be older. No, no, no. Honestly, <laughs> mom, hang on, hang on. Your mum, yeah, your mum and dad yeah, let yeah. you, a 14 year old mate, and and you, yeah, go up to Anfield and watch football on yeah. your own. Yeah, mate. This would have been during the 90s. Yeah. Someone who gets a packed lunch made from should not be going to Anfield <laughs> on their own. Unattended. Ridiculous. Fucking unbelievable. Oh, that is gold. I've uh, got a question oh. from Plateau of the Ages. Uh, on Reddit, he says, pre-social media, what was your opinion on Liverpool and their fans? Pre-social media? Didn't, well, have, didn't really have an opinion. Yeah, I was just thought, you know, like, big historic club. Yeah. Um, Great fan, side, always beat us. Fans, yes, fans supported him well, you know, yeah, always beat us. Yeah. Um, so I didn't really have any, like, negative connotations around them, to be honest, I don't think. Yeah, my, mine was always, uh, so it was Anfield, European Cups, the Cop, mm. um, uh, but apart from that, I I was kind of like didn't have anything. Really didn't have any hate side. towards them or anything. Like, mine's always been like it's always been Arsenal, Chelsea, West Ham, and apart from that, I don't really give a shit about mm. anyone. I don't care about United and Liverpool and mm. anyone else. But then social media happened, yeah, and then it's like it's yeah, really it it's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, you know the biggest problem with social media is complicated football. Mm. In that, before, as a kid, and I'm not saying it's better, it's just different, it was more simple. So, a club's identity was how they played football on the pitch and how loud the, sta- the stands were. Yeah. Those were the two things. And you gauged how great a football club was based on those two things, right? And that was it. You never heard anything from another fan. Let, like, a little bit of, like, your mates who are supporting other teams, work colleagues, whatever. But other than that, Football mm. was contained into the match day, and it was pure, and and could genuinely have a positive impact on how your club's seen out, outside by how loud you sung when you went into it. Now you hear the opinion of every soggy little cunt, mm. yeah, on Twitter, and it colours everything. And I'm including, I'm including Spurs, our yeah, own supporters yeah, in that because, and myself included <laughs> in that, and the fighting cop because we're contributing to it constantly. It just becomes an endless barrage of bullshit, and uh, you know and. I hate Liverpool so much, uh, and that is it is based on my interactions with them. And you know, I was talking uh, behind the paywall. We've got like a, a thirty-five minute preview I did with Chris Pajak from the Redman TV, and we're going to upload the audio to the Patreon. Um, and he's a good lad. He's a Liverpool fan. Yeah. He's a good lad. And you know, the only part of them winning the league would be that it would make him happy. And I, I kind of, you know, I'd. I'd I'd want him to feel happiness. Yeah. I still don't want him to win the league. Yeah. So I don't really want him to have that bit. Anyway, I was talking to him about, about where this hatred of Liverpool comes from. And <laughs> I think um I think a lot of it stems from the way Liverpool fans talk about England, about mm. rather being yeah. scouse yeah. uh, than English. I'm Engli- I'm scouse, not English. Yeah. And how they don't support the English national team. Yeah. And specifically one thing. Um, that happened during England playing the Uruguay 
and Suarez scored against us. And someone I know through a WhatsApp group celebrated. He's an English celebrated like Suarez. Like firstly, that's a cunty thing to do because he knows yeah. we're all we're all English England fans. But secondly, like, well, the, the, this guy's not even from Liverpool. Yeah, so yeah. he's from London, oh. but he's adopting kind of the Scouse attitude yeah, yeah. based on the football. So I'm thinking, where does that come from? And it definitely comes from the kind of political angst mm-hmm. that, that that went on during the 80s and the minor strikes and the way Thatcherite Britain kind of decimated these mining towns. Um, so that's where it comes from. And obviously, my political leanings would suggest that I'm sympathetic to the workers back then. Yeah, I, feel like, I think that's fair to say. So I feel like the thing that irritates me about them has some foundation in something plausible, whether mm. you agree with the politics or not. But that's as far as I go into understanding it. The rest, I'm just willingly vitriolic towards them. Like, yeah. he, and he was going, don't you want us to win it over Man City? Because Man City are the evil, aren't they? And I was like, no. No, because if Man City win the league, I can explain that away. Yeah, they won yeah, the league because yeah. they spent the money. That makes perfect sense. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Because I can't do anything to control it. If you can't win it, then... That's just a mirror to all of us, to saying mm. you're not good enough. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want that. I think it's yeah. well with the Man City thing as well. Like they, they've done it with money, but like before the money came in, they were nobodies. Like yeah. they, they, yeah. you know, were, you know, the, the struggling side, always, always shit. Uh, and and with with, with that, uh, with the money, obviously, there comes the riches. Mm. And uh, Liverpool are they? They were, and the thing is, is where Liverpool want this league title. Oh, so bad! They're like, you can give them a European Cup, you can give them a double, you can do, and but they, they, they don't want it because they've had it. Give us yeah. the league title, yeah. and for them not to take that league title would be beautiful. Yeah. yeah, and I'm not sure what this it does to them. Like, does it crush them mentally if they don't win it this time? Yeah, yeah. Like, it took them like four, five years to recover from the slip. Yeah, <laughs> this is what this is why for me is if I'm Pochettino, I'm just taking this one game in isolation, and just like I would just be pulling up all the tweets from the deluded fans, like mugging us off, and I'd just be showing them scrolling, scrolling, scrolling everything that they've ever done over the last two or three years, and I'd just say, forget the rest of the season, forget all the games that have gone before, all the games that are after. Let's fucking ruin their lives. Yeah, let's, let's, let's just get them. Let's yeah. get them, and if you're losing. Take some of them out, yeah. Like go in double hard yeah. because yeah. we've got some kind home games. Like we could do without, yeah. Like if if if, if Dyer chooses to snap a couple of them, yeah. What's it? Three game ban. Yeah. Probably could get away with that. Yeah. So go in there, cause some damage, upset the title bid. The rest of England is with you. Yeah. The, what what I'd like to see is, uh, you know, like even if we do go there and we get the draw, it's those draws where um, you're pulling the shirt. And you're just on the cusp of a foul, and you let go yeah. at just the right moment. Mm. And they're like, you know, their arms are flailing, and they're like looking to the ref, uh, or or someone tackles one of our players, and they go down, and they're rolling around. I hate seeing that. Yeah, for this it. game, just do it. Do it all. Just yeah. get, get them out of the momentum. Get you know, just just, and then just really. Yeah. Drain those fucking minutes out of the night. It's excruciating. Get them. I like the idea of uh, the players going into the train, into the kind of training ground when they're getting briefed for the game, and Pochettino they all sit down. There's like the chairs and that, and Pochettino is at the front like a teacher and has a whiteboard and he just writes game management <laughs> on, on the toilet and then a little asterisk foul regularly. <laughs> <laughs> Next one, time waste. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's uh, choke the game out. Yeah, the yeah. dark arts. That's what yeah. we've got an Argentinian oh, manager. Dark, yeah, Less yeah, fucking music. You should just be and showing that. them clips of like the Argentinian national team for the last century and going, yeah. just a bit of that. Yeah. Like, you know, everybody... It doesn't matter what people think of us. And actually, this you get carte blanche here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone, yeah. No one's going to blame you yeah. to do this. That's yeah, beautiful. Um, obviously, this ha- has become a massive game and... Um, Oh, we've kind of done that. So that was, oh, I don't want to talk about that. The next point was a te- ten-point gap over Arsenal reduced to one. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. We know it. It makes people feel. Oh, horrible. Don't look back. All, all, I, all I would say, all I would say, is the likelihood of them beating Newcastle is quite high. And Spurs, if we get a draw, we take it, which means Arsenal still go above us. Yeah, mm. it's going to happen. Yeah. So get it in your heads now. Avoid social media so you don't. See your leg load in, and then start to process this with the following. We've got Man City away, which is a double hard game. Yeah. But after that, we've got six home games at the new stadium. Yeah. All winnable. Yeah. We do that, we can stay in the top four, and we'd likely finish above Arsenal as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what you need to concentrate on. I think as well. Um, when they do go above us, if they do go above us, actually the opposite to you, Flav. Drink that in. Feel that that anger and that pain, Ooh. so that when we do finish above them eventually, get them back. Fucking get them back. Yeah, live that dream. You know, like when the Champions League. Oh, you're out. You're out. Yeah. And then we ended up qualifying. Yeah. yeah, I enjoyed that more because I took and read so much shit about the fact we were already out. So embrace it if it happens. Take it on board. Don't respond to any of it, and then just like verbal vomit it back at the end of the season. Yeah, some of this rivalry with Liverpool. Just going back to it briefly, um, it's some of this rivalry with Liverpool is. Um, it was essentially it was compounded by the game last year, mm. the, the two all. But they're still convinced that Lamella died when he was literally kicked through the back of his legs. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently the Mane foul, the keeper like put his arm across him and he kind of flailed like a fish on the floor. Yeah. Don't know if you saw that. They were yeah. very weak penalty. According to Liverpool fans, it was a stone wall. So <laughs> and there was that, and then they considered Kane diving and. You talk to them now, and apparently there's no rivalry. They, they don't even think about Tottenham. Like, utter bollocks. Yeah. Utter bollocks. We're all in their psyche. Yeah. We're going to break that fragile, fragile little psyche. I mean, imagine how they... So, so the problem with going for the league with Liverpool, and like, it's been, what, 28 years since they yeah. won it? Yeah. Is because it means so much to them, yeah. and they haven't hidden that, that the pain... There's so much jeopardy here. The pain of them not winning the league is huge. <laughs> Like they they are going to be decimated as a fan base. Yeah, they're yeah. going to be hurt so much, and they're going to do all this great season, boys. You know, we didn't win it, but we're so proud of you. Bollocks, yeah. you're crushed. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're going to um, get them. Get them. Get them. Yeah. yeah. Did, did you hear that uh, they're, they're doing one of those? You know, the things that they do in Man City. Oh yeah, yeah. They're yeah. going to do one of them, kind of be there two hours before the game. Yeah. Get the boys motivated. How, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about like? I think I, I quite liked it with the Man City one when they were, they were like throwing shit at the bus. Yeah, I quite like that. Yeah, because it's like you're actually that's. I mean, I don't think you throw shit at people, but I think that did get in their heads, and and you know, I can't. I'm not. I am condoning it, but I I I, <laughs> I, I just there, there was like an edge to that. Yeah, yeah, but the. The, the being there before a home game in the league against Tottenham and then I think they did it against Roma it's just like I mean, it's not our culture mm. it's not football culture it's but it is there it is very cringeworthy like the football is 
because it means it, like you know what I've, I've said before like football's a bit like Warhammer it's a bit geeky yeah and it's especially geeky when it means so much to you as it does Liverpool fans like Spurs are important to us but not as important as a pint in the pub before the game yeah mm. and that's what they should be doing because it, they're, they act very weird I mean oh, like, I'll kind of I'll uh, echo what, what you were saying like I, I get bef- before you know Man City who they're, who are going up against and all that like, and and now they're doing it for Tottenham and then are they going to do it for every game like leading lead it's literally mm. just, it like, people are just going to be bored just standing there with flair just going off <laughs> just looking around and what, and they've, just, got, like, what they've got to realise is that this shit doesn't last forever like you, mm. you th- there is a limited amount of impact that that can have so if you're fucking turning up at every game <laughs> yeah like fucking what's his name like I think a single one of their players Sarge so looking like, he's fucking dweebs again yeah Fucking I'd quite like to see them rock up our players like no bus on foot just little pants and a shield and a spear like the 300 yeah. and just like just be like come, fucking come on in <laughs> this is Tottenham <laughs> and just fucking bowl in there like brazen love it yeah amazing I'll never forget when uh, when uh, the unmentionable uh, came back to White Lane for his first game yeah beautiful and the coach came in, and the amount of like shit that hit there, <laughs> that hit Arsenal's coach. And I remember standing there with my dad, like laughing about all, all like everyone chanting and like it fucking proper kicking. <clears throat> and as I was chatting to my dad, I just saw this boot cannon off the window <laughs> and, and dropped to the floor. I was like, "Who's thrown a boot? <laughs> like, there's some geezer bowling around with one less fucking boot on." He lost himself. In yeah, that yeah. Just get it off and get it at him. Yeah. He's like, all right, fair enough, fair mate. Fair play. Yeah, yeah get it. That that was um I know like football it's a bit oh, difficult to say this sort of stuff but I love that mm. I love I love it when there's there's like a thick mood in the air and it's kind of getting less and less as, as football comes more and more kind of I don't know middle class but the, the I remember some of my most memorable games at White Lane are the ones that were were dodgy and, and Leeds stands out oh yeah Leeds for me Leeds uh, there was another time with Cardiff yeah. when we played him in the cup there's been a few more, but uh, we'd all, I'd always go for a beer. Like there was a time where I was going for a beer with you at the Belenair, and then I'd meet my dad a little bit before, and we'd stand on the corner by like corner pin and traffic uh, where the traffic lights are, where the bookies were mainly. Yeah. And we'd stand there, and I'd be having a fag, and I'd be and I'd be I'd be chatting with Everyone's me. Everyone's really disgusting. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> the beer, damn, damn beers, um, and I'd be chatting, like yeah, chatting with me old man, and. Uh, and you, then you just hear this eruption come yeah. up from nowhere. It's like they're here, they're here. Yeah. And like you see their see their mob being frog marched coming down, and everyone's like looking at each other, doing their you know fingers cutting across the neck and swearing and all that lot. Then all of a sudden, like the police line would break, and there'd be people yeah. windmilling at each other and throwing shit. And, uh, you... and like, yeah, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And, like, I was just standing back and just watching it. Did you see at Wembley the uh, Arsenal fans um, coming down and singing? You know, they go, Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal. And, and the, there's a geezer who just had a, I think it, it was either a can of beer or a pie. Oh, yeah. And he fucking launched it like a missile, a guided missile, and smashed one of them on the side of the head. It's a beer. It, and all, suddenly stopped singing completely <laughs> and did fuck all. And that's and, and all you just got to sight was, hey, from the Spurs, <laughs> from the Spurs It was just very soft. Hey. <laughs> Like, it's like if you're going to come down Wembley Way and give it because you know that the game has become so- a softer place and mm. there's kids and wives and girlfriends and and 
metrosexuals going to the game. Yeah. That's quite bad that I've linked women, kids, and metrosexuals in the mob. You know what I mean? Um, the, the, uh, if, if you do that and someone then throws a can of beer in your face, you can't, you got to then go, right, well, well, we invited this, now we have to do something. So yeah. just shutting up and just carrying on your day. I mean, it sums them up pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, that's it for the first half. Uh, yeah. Wendy is going to talk a bit about his, his experiences in, in, in the new Tottenham Stadium. Oh, yeah, right. oh, yeah we do and I got a ticket for Palace. But what I've just realised is I, because I've got a ticket, my brother's obviously desperate to go. And your dad. And my dad. Your old man. This is what we're whispering. Yeah. Well, uh, and I haven't told them because I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> but they're definitely going to be listening to this pot. Yeah. <laughs> so. Boys, I'm really sorry. Someone I know just said, my wife can't go, do you want a ticket? And I've been too worried about putting it in the WhatsApp group to tell you. And because I'm a coward, I'm doing it like this. Yeah. Windy, back to draw the fucking knowledge, blood. I see you, I got your back. This is Wendy back with the weekly youth updates, looking at our young players. And that's it this week. I'm just going to talk about the under 18 match from uh, the test event. I mean, firstly, I'll start off by talking a bit about the stadium because, and I know this will probably be a cliche by the time this goes out, but it was it was really um, it was really something special. Um, I'd not been to Tottenham since White Hart Lane One was there, so the scale of the stadium was. Um, was quite a surprise to me. I mean, obviously I'd seen some photos, but I tried to keep myself relatively clear of social media posts um, so as not to sort of spoil the surprise. And also I was just, I was getting bored of the whole thing, to be quite honest. Um, so, so kind of driving up to a stadium and, and catching um, the new site uh, in the background was just, I mean, my, my heart started racing as soon as I saw it, if I'm honest. Um... It's really staggeringly massive compared to the old White Hart Lane. It's, uh, it feels like it's about double the height. Um, and it's just amazing. Uh, my friend and I walked around it on the outside to try and take in as much as we could. Um, the concourse, the, w- the way you kind of walk up to, uh, to access the stadium is more like Wembley than it is old White Hart Lane. But... There is so much that is similar to the old stadium. So once you are in sight of the grass, which is is earlier than you imagine, and I won't spoil too much for those who, who haven't been yet, um, it really feels like the old White Hart Lane. It's the shape um, and style have really captured some of the old stadium, which is great. Uh, a couple of teething problems, but nothing nothing to really worry about. They're all things that can be fixed. I had a great time. And the match was great as well. It was a 3-1 win for the under-18s, who were still unbeaten. And if we win our game in hand, which I believe is against Chelsea, then we'll go top ahead of Arsenal. Um, It was a comfortable victory. Southampton didn't really push us in the first half. They did in the second, though, and they gave us a bit of a scare when they pulled one back to make it 2-1. 
Um, our outstanding players. I mean, there were. To be honest, the whole team did a good job. But I, I thought Skip was absolutely superb in the middle of midfield, as you'd expect. He's been training with the first team, and he's um, he's grown and developed. So, uh, for him to drop down, you'd expect him to, to stand that to some degree. Him and White had a really great partnership. I thought White had an excellent game, particularly actually when he moved forward into the number ten role and Shashua moved a bit deeper. Um, yeah, White was really good. Uh, Markande, Dylan Markande had a strong first half, not so much uh, in the second, and um, he perhaps could have scored another goal, uh, but he had a strong first half. Um, he's he's a really, really talented lad and is capable of a lot, so it was pleasing to see him impress. Uh, Janil Bennett, who scored the opening goal, a, a really good opening goal as well, the first goal of the new White, White Hart Lane. He had a solid first half. It was a real threat on that side, ably supported by Dennis Serkin from left-back. And that was that was good. Um, and then the other player I, th- I thought stood out was Brooklyn Lyons Foster, who played at centre-back. And um, he's probably our best young defender in terms of what he can do in possession of the ball. He's very slick, he's very graceful, he, he glides across the turf, and he's uh, definitely a talented player to keep an eye on for the future. I do like Lyons Foster a lot. His partner Walcott made some cracking interceptions and blocks as well and had a really good game. But to me, Lyons Foster stands out because of his ability on the ball. Um, in, in the same way, I suppose, that Foyth does. I mean, Foyth is something else, so he's not quite there, but he's, he's, he's very, very good in possession. So, yeah, a really good team performance. Um, a very impressive win. Great to see Ryan Mason on the sidelines. Uh, John McDermott was obviously beaming with pride post-match you can see his interview on this on the Spurs uh, Twitter feed and you can tell how pleased he was with how the, the lads handled the occasion so very pleasing all round that's it for this week if you're interested in more of the young players oh actually before I go I'll just say a little shout out to the um, to the 30% group who made me very welcome um, in in that little home in Patreon um, hi Ahmed yeah, if you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter at WindyCoys. That's Coys for Come On You Spurs. Cheers, Wendy. Lads, I've been doing some digging. What? Come on. So when uh, when I went to Liverpool, it was in <laughs> it, it was uh, '99. So I would I would have been 15 at the time. Oh my god! And uh, I just remembered someone else as well that uh, on the way back, like as you as you are, like you're. Uh, you put into uh, coaches, so well into trains. Yeah, and it's absolutely packed out. And uh, me and my mate were like literally nose to nose, like trying to chat to each other. There's like loads of Spurs fans, and I remember these two two lads, um, and there was uh, another lad, and these two lads obviously knew each other and said uh, they, they were chatting with this one guy, and he said like I'm going to go to the toilet. Can you please look after my carrier bag of beers? And they're like yeah yeah sure. And he said, like, don't drink them. I'm just going to the toilet, but it's down the, down the other carriage. So as soon as he went through that carriage, they're like, should we neck his beers? <laughs> and uh, so they started necking his beers and he came back and he's like, where's my beers? And they're like, oh, like, you've been gone for ages. We thought you'd got off or something. <laughs> like, clearly hadn't. And uh, he so, told you what he did. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so, uh, and then like, they started shoving each other in this little alley. And I was like, oh, fucking hell, it's getting a bit airy here. And then they started fighting, and they're just windmilling down this little alley of where the trains were. And then in the end, the guy backed off, and he went, he like sulked off down the other carriage. And as he came back to his mate, he goes, um, "I've shit myself." <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, "You what, mate?" He goes, "He goes, uh, I've, I've done a poo in my pants." <laughs> 
and he was like, he was like, no, no you haven't. He goes, I, I, I think it's the dread, the adrenaline or something. <laughs> and, the, and, and then the 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 stench, the stench of beer and pie. And like it was like he had had a turnout in his pants from I, having this fight. I don't mind it. Like mid fight, and his body decided to <laughs> evacuate, <laughs> propel yeah. anything that was in his arms yeah. as some sort of defence mechanism like he's a fucking skunk fucking hell and then I think I can't even remember what station it was maybe like I think is Runcorn anywhere near there I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't know Runcorn, Runcorn's yeah. like 15 minutes yeah. into so, the train so, so uh, and I think the, the old Bill like stopped the train and then got, and then got them off for fighting. Oh, uh, no. So yeah, so, so, so not no, only did you get your collar felt, you've uh, you got anything on you? Yeah, just a pile of shit in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Any gear now? Nah, just the shit, mate. Oh, imagine <laughs> doing the cavity search after that. Oh, <laughs> not man. ideal. You just reminded me of um, a story about um, actually the guy that got me into listening to Fighting Cock, uh, Carl Tonkin. Great centre forward back in his day. <laughs> Teacher. Um, Carl Thompson. <laughs> yeah. Dad. Solid yeah. guy. Um, and we, uh, we used to play Sunday League together. And we had a big night out on the Saturday, as you always did before a game. And we're feeling like really, like everyone's just feeling really, really shit, like really hungover. Play the game. First half, he's had an absolute worldie. He's like banged a hat trick. And we were like scrapping for relegation like every season. Yeah. He's banged an absolute worldie hat trick against top of the league. And we're somehow 3 nil up, like away from home against top of the league. And I'm thinking, fucking hell. Coming off at half time. And I said to Carl, mate, fucking hell, it was a great half. How'd you get on? And he went, well, uh, I've had a bit of a problem. I went, what's the matter? He went, my cycling shorts. I went, what about him? He went, full of shit. <laughs> I, went, I, went, I went, what? He went, I shit myself about 10 minutes in. <laughs> I went, what? <laughs> And he goes, mate, I've had a little rosebud in my pants for 35 minutes and, and the centre-half won't go anywhere. He won't go near me. And he goes, I'm just going to go and clean it out. Well, don't clean it out. Put more in. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Classic. Oh, yeah. mate, that's superb. That yeah. is proper Sunday league style. Yeah. yeah, so good. So, yeah, he, he did clean himself out at half-time. We ended up losing 4-3. No, man. Amazing. Uh, Nelson and Saha on Twitter, he says, is... 62,062 seats the boiling temperature of uh, of piss <laughs> <laughs> so this is in relation to the fact that no I, like, I, I know we sold 6,000 tickets to members yeah. for the game against Palace but no one got a ticket as far as, far as I could tell no one got a ticket so me I was in I was in the queue on Monday Monday with me my brother Adam and my brother Ross no chance, didn't get near it. Yeah. Uh, and then the next day, I was on the phone, and I was, I was, I had two browsers open. Nice. Nowhere near it. I got to about twenty percent of the wheel. Like that's nowhere near. No. Nah. Like some people like get in right at the end and it sold out. So I don't know what I'm doing wrong or how I'm not getting a ticket or getting through. Um. But there's a lot of a lot of like we talked about this at length in the this podcast we've just done with the trust. So. If you're interested in about how the trust are approaching this issue and the kind of things that they've had to deal with and how they're trying to help it and mend it and their relationship with the club, then go and listen to that. It's called Trust the Wheel of Doom. That mm, podcast. It's a good pod, actually, mate. Yeah, I haven't listened back to it yet, but um, yeah, they're always good. good yeah, good as gold, it just yeah. gives you a bit more insight as to like <clears throat> why these so-called like issues are happening and gives you a bit more background as to, to what it is. So hopefully when you listen to it, you don't get as frustrated about the situation. It's a bit more kind of, I don't know, reference and background as to why it's happening. Did... Um, when you witnessed all of that, like from 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 a distance, like through WhatsApp conversations and mm. looking on Twitter, yeah, does it make you 
so happy to be season ticket holders. Yeah, so the the, the reason why... I've you've never had to really experience this. No, no, no. So, well, I mean, I did in the early days. Um, one of the the kind of frustrations of trying to get a ticket is logging on and the, the Wheel of Doom and, and all that lot. And I just thought to myself, like... I, I can't be asked with this. Like, I'd rather just pay <laughs> loads of money <laughs> and not not have to think. And like anyone that knows me, I'm the biggest skinflint, and I'm not shelling out cash for nothing and no one. But for this, yeah. I ain't going anywhere near it. Just take my money and give me my ticket. And it, it's also the same with um, like uh, cup final mm. tickets, like league cup final and stuff like that. Um, that you know, I've been fortunate to get to get one, and uh, and as I've had the season to give for what uh, thirteen years or whatever, um, we've never got to an FA Cup final. <laughs> so I, I'm like, my my dream is, is like to watch us at Wembley in an FA Cup final, and it, we haven't fucking done that yet. And I'm worried. I'm still worried that. As a season ticket holder, will I actually get a ticket? So you uh, you just get a small amount of season, loyalty points every year for having a season ticket, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So um, and then I can't I can't uh, build on those uh, loyalty points uh, for away because I will never get away tickets yeah, either. Yeah. So it's it's, it's really well, hard. One of the points in that in, in the podcast with the trust is that they they go at pains to spell out that there is no there is no system that works for everybody. Mm. And um, one of my, my my brother Ross mentioned the fact that, which I thought was a good point for the games like Palace, first game of the season should be done on loyalty points, so that those most loyal to the club and are able to go as often and support the club, you know, from near and far, um, get get that ticket based yeah. on their loyalty. And I can I definitely understand the reasoning there, yeah. um, and I think that probably was the best. And I the best. And I'm not sure if I would have even got a ticket. They've like they've stripped. I've lost like four hundred points this this year. I don't know what the system wow. is now, but um, but you know, like like uh, Cat said in the pod, there is no system that works for everyone. But mm. There's a great Twitter account that's come out called I can't remember what it's called Spurs Doom. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. Like that. And he's just <laughs> he's created the the you know the Wolf of Wall Street meme. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> but he's taken Lee in the Capro's head and put the Wheel of Doom there. Ah, uh, time. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is as well, like, I remember um, when I was younger and I used to, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, like looking back a lot of my, my Facebook memories, uh, they're all Tottenham, like oh. every single update is Tottenham. And a lot of people always used to say, oh, like you're obsessed with Tottenham and you go, and like, I, I, I wouldn't call myself an obsessed fan. I've got the season to get on go and, and, and stuff like that. But there are people like Charlie Marks Back in the day, he He's would a friend be of ours, yeah, used to be a friend of ours. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Home and away, not miss a single minute of Spurs. He would go anywhere and everywhere every time. I think he it, uh, back back then he was in like the top one hundred. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. I mean, like in terms of loyalty points. So, I mean, th- those th- those guys they, are they're, they're you know you're loyal following that will we'll go to the should, end of the earth. And I understand like the problem with like a closed membership, like a closed group of the away fans. But they deserve it because yeah, they, yeah. they deserve to go. They should get the cho- choice. We're not. We're not saying actually no. They are better fans than us. Yeah. Like because they've done it. Yeah. And I get that there there are fans that would be as loyal as them if they had the opportunity to. Like a lot of people would go home and away if they could. But th- there are only a finite amount of tickets, and these lads and ladies, and there are many ladies actually that go away all the time. 
they 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 built they had that opportunity. Mm. They were there at the crest of the wave. They they paid in their dues when we were garbage. Yeah. And now they're reaping the rewards and I don't think of a I can't think of a better system actually. Yeah, yeah. I've got no problem with it. Like the the last few games at the at the lane, like before obviously the new stadium, I was desperate to go and I couldn't get it, but I didn't begrudge people getting it that had put in the miles. Because like you say, it's one of those things where I managed to get one for I'm not to rub this in, but yeah, I've got Arsenal and Man United. Yeah, all right, mate. And well, do you know and do you know what I feel <laughs> especially bad? Because at, at the at the White Hart Lane, the final game, yeah. I was expecting to be overcome with emotion. And I stood there and it's off and I was like I don't feel anything. Oh <laughs> Why don't I feel anything? Like I didn't know that. If I yeah, knew that, I would have definitely given you my ticket. Oh, geez, yeah. But that time, I was like, it was all it was ending, and then that, that fat opera singer, and, and like, I didn't really get that. And then they wheeled out some legends, some weren't legends, and there was some singing. There was a fucking choir, and and I was just sitting there going, oh, it's like it's like going to your mum's funeral and not feeling anything. Yeah, like, that's yeah. what it felt like. Uh, in your in your mind, you're just like. When shall I bring up? Are we going to the Bel Air? <laughs> do we? Do we just go now? No, or? too much. Too much. Brothers fucked off. They went to the Bel Air. I um. I I. Uh, oh, they went home actually. To be fair, I didn't to go. But I, I. I was just trying, trying to go, trying to squeeze out tears just to feel like normal. Yeah. Yeah, it was a weird one. Yeah, I, I think it's one of those things. Is like if you. Um, if I was on the pitch, I think I'd have been alright. Yeah, devastating. Yeah, just, was like, just Watching. I remember my brother. who's like. Rossi, you know, must have been 41, 42 at the time. He was like, can we get down? Because like, we're in the top tier. Well, let's, let's jump. <laughs> like, and it's like, you're 41. Like, you're, he's like, it was like, a, can I have my presents at Christmas? It was like that. Like, Russell, where are we going to go, Russell? We can't get down. And then we did have a little, little look. I was like, probably could survive that. <laughs> now, did you get on the pitch? Uh, all I remember, because my, my seat, uh, second row, uh, Park Lane Lower... <laughs> And uh, like it was like that. I saw the first person, the second person, the third person. Like the streams of people starting to go. And I turned around to my dad to say, "I'm going." Like, Dad, we've got to do it. And, and his his at hand was over the board, pulling me over. He's <laughs> sixty five. He was over before I was. No, mate, I, 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 it was like honestly, in in life's memories where things flash in front of your eyes. Mm. That is one thing that it will be taken to my grave of one of the greatest moments that I will ever experience because I've never been, uh, you know, in on the Wild Lane pitch. I've never looked back at the at Park Lane, the place where you know you, you, is your church and where you stand, and looking back and that the whole emotion of everybody and just hugging people just there and just like we're, like, we're on the pitch like and like this is the last. It was. Yeah. Oh man, it was so beautiful. You know, it, it was it was know, amazing. The two biggest heroes in that day were the two geezers doing lines off an iPad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm looking at it, it's like, I mean, if there is a time, <laughs> yeah, this, this is, is it. it. <laughs> like, if you can't like look like in 20 years time, you go, oh yeah, I remember like fucking last day of the season, we're on the pitch. What do you do? Well, we might have a couple of lines to celebrate, didn't you? Like those people who, who <laughs> uh, I'm not condoning it, but people who partake in drugs, it is funny when you do stuff like that. <laughs> I know you won't understand if you haven't done it, and I'm not saying I'm you're some sort of kind of higher being for understanding it, but it, that is a funny thing. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like oh, racked up a couple of lines. It's why they're holding an iPad got a perfect surface. That is the most middle class way to like, rack up a line. They got fucking some stick for that as well. Like, yeah, I remember on Reddit yeah. people were digging them out and you're like, fucking come on, grow up. I mean, they should grow up. 
but, yeah. <laughs> but I, I'd rather grow up that way yeah. than be a stuck-up prick. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, do you see a quote from Lucas Moura? Uh, he says, I believe in this team. We're still third in the Premier League. We've been up here all season, and there are a lot of, game, a lot of teams who can challenge for the top four, but we are there. We are also in the quarterfinal of the Champions League. We have to believe. That's it. Yeah. But yeah. the problem is, he also believes in some magic. Yeah, he's got yeah. some bad views on stuff that I'm yeah. like. Yeah, really... so uh, if we also believe, think like that. So are we the baddies? Yeah, but you can, I, I'd say, like, there are bad people out there that you can agree on stuff, <laughs> other stuff. Um, well, I mean, like, yeah. Like, we don't agree on all things politics, right? We agree on practically nothing. Yeah, exactly. But we, we also appreciate that like, we're all right, really, underneath it all. I think because... His views are mental, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah, he's mad. But on this, he's bob on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, I mean, sometimes... <laughs> swings and roundabouts, isn't it? Some yeah. things you, you agree on, some things you don't. Yeah. Um, I think... <laughs> that... Human rights is, is one of those things that we don't agree on. Yeah, he hates gays, I hate gays. <laughs> he's all right. Yeah. I love Tottenham and you love Tottenham. So let's find yeah. the happy we can medium here. that. Yeah. I think one, one quick thing as a comment on that, John, is the problem with people is their politics define who they are. Yeah. And define who they can be friends with. Um, as a left-wing kind of liberal, as I'm kind of less that now, growing up in a house full of conservative slash BMP slash UKIP. <laughs> that's what I'm mucking about. <laughs> Conservatives. Um, and certainly UKIP at stages. Mm. You kind of learn to tolerate other people and understand where their beliefs come from. And that's why it's easy to throw Lucas Moura under the bus because... Uh, he's, you know, supporting a man who's clearly abhorrent, but you need to figure out and understand why he's arrived at yeah. this place. And if you can't do that, then you can't judge him. And yeah. I'm pretty sure the people that hate on Lucas Moura don't really understand where he's come from yeah. or why he believes the way he does. Yeah, mate, that's where I'm at with it. We should. Well, no, I know where you're from. You're from Luton, and that's exactly why you think <laughs> <what> he's <laughs> Cheers, mate. There's not a single <laughs> Labour voter in Luton. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's a little bit of a Labour stronghold, mate. Is it? Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, of course. But I know what you're going to say now, isn't it? Why? Because all the fucking ethnics voting for the... <laughs> <laughs> voting for fucking for the Labour, isn't it? Well... No, I'm joking. That's not, yeah. that's not your beliefs no. at all. Thanks, mate. No, no. <laughs> I'm I, glad I, that you have to clarify <laughs> that. No, I do, because <laughs> people, people, people are listening to it and they think that might be true. It's not true. Yeah. Like just for the record, I abstain. So I always vote, but I just spoil my paper. Really? Because I don't think any of the parties represent uh, multicultural Britain in the way that they should. Okay, good. So, um, a paradox, you, isn't you? Yeah, mate. Um, uh, let, let's leave this for the No Holds Barred pod next time we do one of those. What else is there? Questions. Uh, Ncrooks11 on Twitter says, Friends Bachelor Party Saturday. Bachelor Party? You must be a yank. Friends Bachelor Party <laughs> Saturday. Recu- is that offensive term to use yank for a... Um, it's just Yankee Doodle, isn't it? It's a bit like the Irish with paddies. Like they, it probably is, but they wear it. I, I think, yeah, but they're allowed to reclaim the word, aren't they? I, yeah, I, I, I don't. Call, I never call Irish people paddies. Like I wouldn't call an Irish person a paddy to his face. Nah. Um, so one of my best mates is called Ryan I'm, Harvey, and I call him paddy. paddy. Everyone does. But he's your mate. Yeah, but that doesn't make it right, does it? Well, yeah, no. he's your mate. So mates, mates, and he's allowed to do what he wants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a growing up. There was a um, an. Uh, he was a man. It was an Oriental descent, okay. and his name uh, was Mike, I think. Although that's and an offensive term now. Oriental. Oriental descent. You can't say that either. Really? Yeah, genuinely. Uh, what, what uh, you have to say uh, China. Uh, oh, East Asian. China. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I think. It, <laughs> 
Yeah, I think that's East Asian. Yeah, I, I always say East Asian. Um, can you say Japsai anymore when referring to your penis? I don't. Well, I also, yeah. I listen to myself say that. Yeah. Like on the, a couple of pods ago, and I was like, oh, "Hang on, that that isn't like even I know that's not wrong." Yeah, yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't I don't think you can well, say a, that. It's a derogatory term, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely, Essentially. absolutely. Yeah. But it's it's a it's common a, colloquialism. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And because it's so ingrained in our culture, you don't think. It's one of the first things you learn at school. Right, this is what we call the little hole in your penis. <laughs> Everybody does. I swear, I swear down that in the science lesson, there was a question that went up. And my mate Wiley, his hand went up and he said, he, he said that. And that, that was his answer. And they're like, no. That's not what it's called. But right, genuine you, question, what else do you call it? You tell me, genuine question. You tell me what the, that, you tell that, that, that hole it? is called. I know it's a urethra is yeah. there. What's the name of the entrance? I don't know. Like, until someone tells me different, in my head, no, that's not all right. Yeah. The, the thing is, it is like everybody growing up, you say Japso, but it's not. That's no. not what we, not we need something. to. What we need to do is create, create a campaign yeah. to get a new name to like get rid of the racial slur and create a new thing that's like accurate uh, and not offensive. Do you know what I heard? Do you know what I heard on a podcast that there is no term in the English dictionary for the lubrication that a woman's vagina has during sex. What? There's no name of it. Like, you can say the shit that comes out of your penis after you've had a wank is jizz. Yeah. Or semen. But for women, you know, the natural lubrication. Yeah. That's good. good shout, actually. Yeah. There, there's no name for it. Do, do, we just say, you need a little bit moist, love. Moist? Moisty. Moisty. No wonder you don't have sex often. When you go out to use this Moisty, yeah. Moisty. Moisty. Yeah. No? No moisty? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. let's go. She was until I said that. <laughs> it is true. Yeah. Became the Sahara Desert. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. So, if anyone knows that, let us know. Yeah. At Love the Shirt, love to know what the medical term for the whole or colloquial name. Oh, yeah, that. And, and as well. And, and obviously the lubrication a I mean, that, that, might, <laughs> that might be the name of the pod. <laughs> Moisty. Uh, oh, Jesus. All right, where are we? Bachelor party on uh, oh, yeah. Saturday. Recovering with a Spurs win will be ideal. If we lose, I may... Well, we're not playing Saturday, so... It's not your first it. mistake. Yeah. I may just stay drunk. My question is, what bed bet should I make at the casino for you lot? Okay. Right. Venmo me at Nate... Cr- What's Venmo? I think it's a pay, paying service, isn't it? Ben, like pay, PayPal. Oh, like at Nate Crooks, and, and I'll shoot you back the wins and send you a picture of me losing it all. Um, I mean, it, isn't the fact that we've given you eight years of free gold yeah. in terms of the podcast payment enough? Yeah. So what we want to do is use your money to bet... Go. I, I want you to bet $100 of your money mm. on Black 14. Yeah. Are you just going... Just route one, like put it on a number. Yeah. Zero then. If you're gonna, <laughs> if, you, if you've got any bollocks about you, put, fucking stick it on zero, put, mate. Put on put on fifty dollars on black. Is that yeah. not bold enough? And if it doesn't come in, put a hundred dollars on black the next time. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, keep going. Yeah, and keep going. Until you win. Yeah. Although my driving instructor did that and then he came out about three grand down yeah. when he was about twenty one. They thought they had a system. <laughs> There's no system to gamble in no, no, any system is a system to foul. <laughs> You're driving in shots. Yeah. <laughs> and he was about 50, he was going, Yeah, me and my mates used to have a little gambling thing. We had a system. Yeah. I went, This'll end well. You're a driving instructor in your 50s. Let's see how we get on. 
Clandestino on Reddit, he says, would you sell Ericsson to Liverpool for 50 mil if you knew that we could buy him back for 25 million in six months' time? Nah, solid. Nah, don't want it. Yeah, it's like, it's like yeah, a yeah, six-month loan, basically, isn't it? Yeah, don't want that. It's not really worth you it. Stay where you go abroad. That's it. Yeah. Also, we shit twenty five mil. Like, yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Well, we like, don't, do we? Well, that's the problem. We yeah. Spent a penny. Yeah. Ages. But twenty five mil. What does that get you now? Like no one. <coughs> yeah. No. Yeah, do you know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's just not worth it. No. Like, no that's certainly not. Uh, no. Crawl space. Crawl space. On Twitter, why people just say that? Like, I mean, yeah. come from me. You've got a nickname, but you, you, uh, like you're, I like that. John Bass and Ricky. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's normal, isn't it? Yeah. No pretenses. I've never had a nickname and I always wanted one. You've never, you've never, had a never nickname. had a nickname and I always wanted one. So you've never had a nickname. Rick. Um, no, our dog. Our dog, yeah. Our dog, yeah. Our dog. So Rick and, Rick and his mates. One of my favourite things about Ricky when I first <laughs> met him is uh, in front of any noun. Uh, sorry, as a, as a as a prefix to any noun. Was it affix? That's the end. Affix, affix yeah. to any noun. They put dog, D O double G. Yeah. So, like, yeah. was it like pass the remote dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that'd be a dog. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> I feel like I'm back in my youth. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Berber dog. Yeah, Berber dog. Yeah. Yeah. Using it for people is the best. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, our dog. Yeah. Get that a lot. Yeah, I like using money, so like. Well, I was going to say, like, B money. You call your missus. Yeah, D money. Yeah, D money. Yeah, you're outside of first initial because they're not going to get you, Rick. What? You've got a big thing about personal information. Yeah, oh yeah, I was discussing this at work today, actually. Yeah. Do, you know, uh, do you know, remember on, on the podcast I did with T a couple of weeks ago, yeah. I said he, the area which oh, he's yeah. from, yeah, which yeah. is huge. Yeah. And then when I said it, I saw his eyes and he was like, you know, imagine T, his eyes were like, what the fuck have you just done? <laughs> he's a very private man, yeah. but they start saying Ricky from London. Yeah. So I didn't even use the city. Of yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, no, I don't mind Milton Kings. Yeah. Uh, what's the question? Oh, we didn't get to it. <laughs> if Spurs fell out of the top four, but made not one, let's not get crazy, a Champions League final, how would fans reflect on the season? So we've got no... If we made a Champions League, so we've got, so we've got nothing now, and we made the Champions League final. So we finished outside the top four, and yeah. but we get to the final, but don't win. Is that definitely don't uh, yeah, win, or is that, that just get to the that, final? Because that's, that's massive. Yeah. That, well, it's how you reflect on the season, so you know the results. So I'm presuming it means don't win. No, nah, I'm 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 going with we get to the final, but we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. But that isn't what he's asking us. But that's yes, what I, I thought it was like mathematically. No, he's... We, we've we're out of the top four, but we're in the final, and, and it's at that point before kickoff. What do you do? What? Well, how do you reflect on the season before it's ended? That's a good point. <laughs> because the Premier League season is over, but the final is it's after It's not asking season. you what you would take. It's saying, uh, how would you reflect on the season? So oh, in that, in that, I'd be pretty disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, like, there's there's no glory. I mean, I know Bill Hicks is an echo of glory, in, like, in, even in favour of an echo of glory. But... Did you say Bill Nick or Bill Hicks? Bill Hicks. Uh, the comedian. Bill Hicks. Love <laughs> <Not> Spurs. <laughs> Big Spurs fan. Uh, I've had a beer enough. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear the games. Um, I think it's, it would be reflected of... Uh, 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 pretty badly. Yeah. yeah. You know, you wouldn't look back at losing in the final. With, no, with there isn't. But I mean, um, you know, like, for me, growing up, uh, like, like when I grew up, and watching Tottenham was was the be-all, end-all of going to White Lane. Then it was going to see Tottenham away. Then it was like, what, 
seen Tottenham in a European game. Yeah, like, what, 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 we, we are in Europe. Compi- yeah. We are conquering <laughs> Europe. Doesn't matter where. Yeah, but we're doing that. Yeah, right? we're, we're, and we're, I am in there. So And we did that. And the Champions like, League, when we got there, you know... The, the trophy with the, the fucking enormous handles of every decorated club. Yeah. The thing is, man, you can if, win a game if, in ninety if, minutes. If, you if, can, if, <laughs> you can win it. If, if we got to the final, and where is it? It's at Atletico's new ground in it. The yeah, is there the new one? Yeah, One, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Literally, who I mean, it, but I mean, like just to like just to get there, like all of us in Madrid. And oh. Like, oh, mate, so I, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just watch on the iPad on the screen. And, and the thing is, in 90 minutes, anything can happen. Yeah, and yeah, no, I get that, but that isn't the question. Yeah, no, if it no, was the no. question, though. If it was the question. Just out. let me dream. Yeah. Right, look, finishing the top four, we can do it next season if we don't finish this year. Yeah, right, it right, always right, happens. Yeah. Right, top four, then. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You can get it back any time in the top four. It's much more mm. attainable. One chance at a, at a Champions League final. It's, it's, that's what football's all about oh mate absolutely that's why if the question was like would you take finishing outside and then you've got the opportunity to play in the final I would take that all day I wouldn't mind yeah. finishing one point above relegation yeah because it is literally all about glory and if you if you go to that final and you've given yourself a chance it's 11 against 11 you go for it just going back to what you just said Rick in terms of the um, the stages where the, the expectation plateaus oh, no actually it doesn't plateau it rises there are new standards of expectation the bar is risen so. Um, when we got into the Europa League, I don't know how we got in. Is it League Cup? No, in 2006. What happened in 2006? We must have finished in top six. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm top not six. even going to pretend that I know how we did it. Yeah. You, know, you know the season yeah, I'm talking yeah. about. 2005, 2006, our first time in Europe in 11 years. Yeah. And the first time, I know we were in Europe towards the end of the 80s as well. But we won the... No, no, fuck what I'm talking about. So it was our, our first time in Europe in 11 years because we won the League Cup. against, And we got knocked out to Kaiserslautern. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then before that, it was another 10, 11 years as yeah. well. <clears throat> and, um... No, about eight years, sorry. And uh, but, but, but that moment where we qualified, it was so important that we took something like, I would say, 7,000 to Prague. Yeah, yeah. Five, six, seven thousand. It's got to be in that ballpark, isn't it? I uh, I just remember like d- during those seasons like back back in the day I was uh, I was mad 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 carp fishing right so I had loads <laughs> oh, yeah. of gear yeah yeah I and, and I sold like <laughs> I had like five grand's worth of gear like I had a lot and I sold it all to to, to get me to Seville Leon fucking Prague. Everywhere and honestly, man, it was the best time of my life. Would, it would, was so good. We went so far, didn't we? Yeah, that, mate. Like, I, 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 it was amazing. I got a credit card and, and absolutely caned it. <laughs> I didn't have any money. No. And I got a credit card. It must have been like I don't know, two grand, and that that covered me for about four trips. And the biggest cunt was that um, we was on. Uh, I went. We was severe. Was you at severe again? Mm. But you drove with your dad, didn't you? Mm. Um, and we stayed in... So we stayed in Marbella the night before. And my brother, had, uh, Ryan, had sorted out an absolute plush villa. It was <laughs> incredible. It was look, looking over the... It, it was like five stars in Marbella, you can imagine. And he, I don't know if he got like a deal or something. I can't remember, but it was beautiful. Great. It was such a great thing. And, um, and then uh, the next day we got... A, a train to Sevilla and um, 
like Sevilla had something called the Semana Santa, which is like a religious festival for the Moors and I don't know. They were like oh blue, shit! Yeah, like Blue Cuts Clan, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, it was. Different, yeah, yeah, different yeah. colours. And uh, so some of them purple, some of them black, some of them white, and I don't know what happened. I think they all just had a big fight at the end of the day. But the <laughs> but there was because of this festival, there was no nowhere to stay. Right. Okay. And I'd managed to find the only room that was still left, and it see it, it slept too. But the problem was there was nine of us. And instead of me just going, right, me, Dad, because he's the oldest, let's just go back to our hotel room. Sorry, lads, you didn't book a, you didn't book a hotel room, so, you know, you do what you got to do. Sleep on the streets if you have to. They said, I'm going to stay in the room with you, and me. <laughs> so it was like, all I had to find this place was a tourist map, but it weren't like a map of the streets. It, would, it, has like, it had like pictures on it and, and not all the roads on there, and it just had the main roads on there. <laughs> and like my brother was like getting so pissed off because we couldn't find it he just took it and ripped like threw it in the bin and I was like having rows of each other anyway we eventually found this fucking hotel and uh, we got to the door it must have been about 11 o'clock so it was after the game and this after Spurs fans had been clumped by all the police and that we got in there and it was like checking in and behind me though he's looking at me and he's like how many of you and I went, oh there's two and behind me, they're just piling in upstairs like that. Just <laughs> like, like that. And I, they go, do you know these people? And I was like, I don't know who they are. I know. They must be staying upstairs. Anyway, um, we got in there. There's no room. There's, there's two single beds. <laughs> three people in one bed. My dad, my brother Ross, and I'm like Birchie. And in the other one, there was Brian and Alex. Uh, and the Ryan and uh, Adam. And my brother Joe slept in the wardrobe. <laughs> and I was on the floor, given the fact that I fucking booked the room, I was on the floor next to my mate Els, who is the biggest cunt on this planet. Like, you think you're big, John. Els is bigger than John, isn't he? Easily. Yes. He's, Easily. He's, he, honestly, his head, he, uh, it must weigh a stone, his head. Anyway, um, and, and this is an evening in Seville where we... Do you remember what got pushed down the... Um, because Sevilla's, the cascade in Sevilla Stadium is, is that the right word? The, the kind of slope. Yeah. It's yeah, so sleek, it's steep, it's like yeah. really unsafe and there's no, nothing to hold on to, no barriers. And Robbie King scores in the first two minutes <laughs> and I just get pushed like, oh, and everyone's going mental and just fly down. And I, I, I stumbled, must have gone seven or eight rows, <laughs> do you reckon? Yeah. I'm on the floor with loads of other Spurs fans, I'm fucked. So I look up and Ricky's just bounding down the stairs. I'm like Baywatch yeah, like, yeah, it was, yeah, like it was, yeah, yeah. and it was slow motion it was like slow motion it was like, oh, it was like, like my angel the hand of God comes out <laughs> yeah. and, and he, pull, he pulls me up and like, pulls I'm, in from the wreckage all my back my legs are fucked I like, really hurt myself and the rest of the game was spent with Ricky just going because he's pissed up just going please Tom please screaming screaming please that's what he did the whole just pleading <laughs> please and, and as it turned out over two legs we got knocked out of course yeah. I think we drew one all over there didn't we we lost 2-1 did we yeah yeah we oh, scored Canute scored for them yeah. he's got a penalty that weren't a penalty oh, do you remember um, no I don't remember Paul oh. Robinson brought him down <laughs> I just have memories of uh, walking down these idyllic cobbled streets and then all of a sudden a, a huge pain going into my back and just seeing orange drop from the, you know the orange trees oh. in Seville <laughs> yes. just you know British abroad get the oranges from other fans yeah, so in, in, <laughs> in Seville they've got orange trees and you can eat them they grow on the streets yeah. and uh, they obviously became 
Weapons. <laughs> yeah, it's like when God gives you lemons, make lemonade. But if you're an English football fan, <laughs> God gives you an orange, throw fucking throw it somewhere. Yeah. Throw it in the battle. Oh, that, that was such a mental trip. Like, can we can we say what happened to you, Rick? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you tell it. <laughs> well, how, this is the day. How, how long is the book? Well, we'll, we'll say this and then we'll stop. Oh, okay. So um, I was in a bar and I was with, you know, I was, I was with uh, Flav, I was with our whole crew. And I went into this bar and um, I, I was there in like, in no other than a, a Tottenham cape. Uh, yeah, Tottenham <laughs> nice. flag as a yeah. cape. And uh, I had a Tottenham gold uh, cockerel. And I went into this bar and um, I went to get some fags and I kept putting the, the Euros in and it kept sliding out, sliding out. Some geezer came over to me and he had a fob key, so we turned it on. So as he turned it on, put my money in, got my fags out. I was like, nice one, mate, cheers. I was like, do you want a fag? He's like, no, no, no. He was like, come round to our table. And he took me round to the corner of this bar. So I went round the corner of this bar. And um, he said to me, um, you're a Tottenham flag. Can I, can, can, I, can I have it for doing the, the, the fags? I was like, no, 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 you ain't taking that. It's and, not a flag. It was yeah, a pin, yeah, right? No, no, no. It's, I had a Tottenham flag on. I, I thought you wanted the pin badge. And then he All said... Right. Can I take that uh, Tottenham gold, you know, the, the pin bag? I was like, no, no, no. And then I heard this noise. Flick knife came out. Oh, shit. He pointed it at the cockerel and then he put it to my throat. And he said, I'm going to take that pin bag. And I was like, take it. I was like, just, just take it. <laughs> yeah. So I took it off. I went back to uh, to Flav and uh, everyone else. There was about 14 Yeah, of, the, of us. there was a lot of us. 14 blokes. Heavy rolling. And yeah, 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 he didn't know who he was dealing with. <laughs> uh, he didn't know who I rolled with. Yeah. And, uh, and, I, and they said, you look, you know, what is the what, like, what happened? And I explained what happened. And then uh, Flav's brother... Uh, so hang on, but you went, you went, this geezer just pulled a knife on me yeah, yeah, yeah. and took my badge off, off me. Yeah. Off me. That, that's what he said. Yeah, and then that's they, exactly it. And then... Uh, uh, and and then uh, I got marched back in to the bar to show me this guy who had done this to me to say like you know prove like what happened. And as we got in there, the guy was standing there with my badge on and a knife <laughs> oh, in his hand. Yeah. And uh, and then uh, I, I I was ordered. I had some notes thrust in my hand and said, "Go and get us some beers." And I said, oh, "What what do you want?" Just get some fucking beers now. So I went to the bar, got some beers, and as I was coming out of the bar with these beers, then all hell broke loose. <laughs> I got my gold pin badge back. Yeah, <laughs> it's mad. It's mad. I mean, it's not a beautiful mad, story. It's mental, but, but it's uh, but justice was served ultimately. Absolutely, it very swiftly and uh, harshly. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, like I, I hadn't done anything. All I wanted was cigarettes, John. Yeah, all I wanted was cigarettes. Well, you cigarettes will kill you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one way or another, either by knife or by horrendous cancer, <laughs> which is sad. Uh, I need to quit. Uh, that's been the Fighting Cop <laughs> Podcast. Thank you very much for joining us. John Bass, thank you so much. Ricky, Peace. thank you so much. No problems. Um, I think that's it. It's been a good pod. I enjoyed that. Yeah, a I did. Of, Me lot too. Of lols, lot of lols, lot of gas. Lots of lols.
don't give a shit Everybody knows flat baits and prick We can get a sticky in the mini sucking willy When you're getting grilly, yeah, you gotta bang the milli bang, bang. Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Look, my day job as a firefighter is tough, but my night job as a social media manager, my Persian cat Jinxie, that's intense. It's 8 p.m. I've finally gotten home from another 24-hour shift, and I just want to kick back with a cold one, but... Old Jinxie knocks my beer right off the counter and gives me that look that says no drinking on the clock. But Heineken Zero Zero keeps us both happy. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I get my drink and I can still work on Jinxie's new line of merch. Heineken Zero Zero. 0.0% alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Does a robot know you like a neighbor? Insurance Corporation will fulfill requests to cover anyone, anything, anytime, anywhere, with most standard algorithm, in the order it was received, please hold. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting the insurance coverage you need always starts with a conversation. Find a Farm Bureau agent at fbfs.com protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.